Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to Vibe Time with Jerry, not only on Facebook Live and StreamYard, but on Blog Talk Radio with my co-host, David Flowers. He's on with me tonight, and we have our special guest, John Stevens, which everybody knows, the third Tuesday of every month. I have John Stevens on the show because we like talking about the different paranormal events coming up. So I am not going to keep him on hold long. I had to make sure that everything is set up to where we can see comments. So anyway, I'm going to take John Stevens off a hold and David Flowers because he wasn't able to say hi, so I apologize. Oops. I forgot to pull both of you. Hello. How are you all doing? How are you doing? How are you, John? Good, good. I'm looking for you. Where are you at? You're supposed to be on stream tard. I um I'm <laughs> it's showing me but I don't see anybody else. So All right, let me let me re invite. Hold on. Hold let on. me re it and send it. Hold on, I didn't hit hit something, so let me see if this works. Okay. Oh there you are. I see you. Yep. All right, good. There we go. How are you? Hey, good. David, how are you? <laughs> We're on screen card and we are on. So we're on two different we're on two different things. So that's why it's so complicated. Hi Ronnie, how are you? So how's it been going? I'm trying to figure out how to look at comments. But I, I don't see any of that. <coughs> um, you should be able to, on the far right-hand side, there's comments, banners, brand, and private chat. If not, David, David's in charge of comments and spammers. Thank yeah, God, because I can't track everything. It, I mean, last week, hi, Tracy, and we had some spammers in here last week, and I just could not, I couldn't keep track of it. I, can, I couldn't do the comments the interview and try to keep track of everything. Oh, cool. That's awesome. All at one time. So he's got control of all that. <laughs> Kick people out if need be. We're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to block people. Hi, John, Hi, John Sullivan. Sullivan. 
So how have you been? Because it looks like that you've been out on some adventures. Yeah, well, I had a great uh, weekend before we get, uh, and I'm going to take you to because I'm getting feedback on that. So um, we had a Hi, great Lucy. We, it was uh, uh, John Sullivan and Shayla and Ronnie Card and um, Paul Pepper Paranormal uh, went to St. Albans, and uh, we had it for eight hours, and that was an incredible experience to be there at night. The, the worst part about the trip was getting back to the hotel at about 5 a.m. and getting about two hours of sleep before I had to head back to Richmond. So oh, gosh. Justin Sullivan awake with my snoring, and... Um, and and they get a quick shower and then get on the road. But it was it was, it was anybody that's never been to St. Albans, they have events there all the time. Um, you can do public and private events. Now I was talking with the lady that um, schedules the events there, and she said they are booked through starting next year. So. I don't think there's any available dates left on the calendar for this year. She said they book up pretty quick. Um, oh, wow. I've never The good thing is it's, it's not expensive. So if you have several people that want to do a whole night of investigating, you can break up the cost pretty, pretty good. I am. And, thank uh, you. There's... I think they told me that there was over 100,000 square foot of space in that place. I, I could be wrong. Uh, maybe somebody in the chat can put it in there. But it's just endless corridors and rooms, and you can't go into all the great places uh, that yeah. you want to. But um, I know John Sullivan and I, we, we had some great – um, experiences, um, getting EVPs and things like that, some some crazy stuff. I mean, like, you, you know, you just sit there with your mouth open and it's over with. And I know mm-hmm. after we, we would come back and have a break and talk about things that people were experiencing. And, uh, but, you know, a lot of times it, the places can be really good. But if the people you're around suck, right. then it can just ruin it. But if you're around right. good people like us, it just makes all the difference in the world. I don't care what you're doing. Right. You can have a good time. And the people that I was with, they're, I mean, they're, no, they're none better in this world. And um, really good people and truly people that, um, you know, I'm glad to call friends and hang out together. I know that there were several other events going on at the same time that night. At the Exchange Hotel, the, the rape cases were in town doing an event there. Um, they had a great turnout. I heard some things really uh, – they had some awesome um, catches and EVPs and things like that. And then there was a, um, a benefit at Henricus this past weekend, several different – Paranormal teams got together and put on that event. So it was a very, very busy weekend. We got some busy weekends coming up. 
Hi, Agnes. Hi, Jean. Are you? I'm, I'm look. I'm trying to keep track. Of everybody coming into the chat. Hey, Angie. I hope you do make it up to the manor house soon. I know she's been talking about going for the summer. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, <laughs> we'd love to have you. Gene Wells, the infamous Gene Wells. Oh my God! It's Dennis. Dennis. He was out last yeah. night. Gene went to Ohio, I think. And, and, uh, Mayor, he was with us. He was with us. Oh, okay. He came out with us. He came out with us yesterday. Oh, and he blew you a kiss. How sweet! Hi, Angela. Can you see the Can you see the comments at all, John? I can. I you can. Yeah. Okay, so you saw you saw Dennis's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you can't miss that. <laughs> it's got your name capitalized and everything. Here, I'll do it for you. Sure, he's not talking about John Sullivan. No, that's from Dennis Heslock. How was the uh, How was the Manor House this weekend? Give it flowers. Talk about that. It was It was okay. Um, we got a a few few things. Um, last night, um, Dennis heard the the doorknob to the inside door to going to the basement it was being jiggled mm-hmm. yeah I think Dennis might have brought it with him yeah. yeah but but we can't discredit because I told you the little girl upstairs in the round table room as she was giving the tour yeah. he was in the round table room doing the tour a little girl whispered to her mother but I didn't exactly know what she said but later on when they got downstairs the mother said um her daughter had whispered to her that she heard somebody trying to come into the door she heard the doorknob well Dennis downstairs heard it and a little girl upstairs whispered it to her mom and I have that on body cam where she's whispering it to her mother she's whispering something but I didn't know what she was whispering. So I think I picked it up on the body camera also, the jiggling of the doorknob. So that's, to me, really cool. That just adds something into the tour because we have the evidence there, and I know that's the doorknob. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going back and trying to um, listen and catch evidence is, uh, is something that a lot of people don't like to do, and I'm included in that. Um, there, I mean, you've got hours of, for me, just uh, basically audio, because uh, I had left my body cam at home charging. So it's fully charged. Okay. Um, and then I, I left my GoPro at home as well. Uh, so, yeah. but the audio stuff that we've got now, 
Culpepper, they come fully prepared. They bring their truck. I mean, they have the, all the video equipment set up, uh, cameras all over the place. And so uh, to go back and watch all that video is a very, very long time. Um, but, but as you know, it's something we love uh, when, when we get something. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're just trying to figure out how to – we have a couple – like, what is it? It's the WISE camera, Waze, WISE that we have, but with the Manor House's Internet, it's not working properly, and I should have asked Dennis yesterday, the next time he comes out, to show us how to bypass it, have something to do with the Internet where you can just – trick it or something into working, or at least I think Gene told us that last time. Because the Internet is horrible at the Manor House. And, yeah. Hi, Paul Shield. Hey, Paul. It can be spotty. Good to see Paul in the house. Um Okay, well, we got some heavy hitters in the in the chat tonight. Some okay. some of the best paranormal investigators there there is. I mean, really. I mean, I put the list up what we have in the chat right now against any podcast that's going on. Well, um, Paul Shields is coming on the show soon. He's got I've got a I've got a pretty good lineup of um, people coming on the show. Paul Shields will be coming on August the 9th, just so y'all make a note of that. So, that's going to um, be Ronnie had put in the chat about um, that, uh, Sully and um, Shayla had gone back down to the Bowling Alley, which is in the basement, and they captured... Um, the balloon uh, moving around in there. And it had been stationary the entire time. They go back down later and they see it floating around and moving around. And that, that area has no, no uh, that has no air coming and going from that area. I carry. Nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dennis. <laughs> Please don't make him choke on the show. <laughs> yeah. Dennis, I can't wait one. I want to be a heavy hitter in the field. Tired of being a bat boy. <laughs> yeah. Coming from the guy that's on every paranormal show that I turn on TV now. I know, right? So. I need his autograph. I need an autograph picture. That's Got plenty of pictures. I that last night. I, I know, we did. We did get the autographed picture. We got so sidetracked with the REM pod going off ever so slightly with the in the back of the basement part. Yeah. Dennis, can the book. you sign David's book for me? <laughs> Wait on the least David's name. Just you sign it, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sign headshot. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
How how does the sound come out to y'all um, on Facebook? I mean, I'm trying not to be loud. That just well, comes natural. I'm just watching you on. So everything is synced up that way. But when I was when I had the headphones on, I was getting I was getting echo and feedback constantly. So I just I ripped that off. Okay. So I can hear you too much. All right, yeah, because Dennis is saying he he can barely hear you, but I'm very loud, and I'm not trying to be. I just don't know what I'm doing wrong, where it's so loud because I've got volume turned down everywhere, and I don't know. I don't know what to do to make it better. <laughs> Hi, Steve White. How are you? It sounds like it's coming out of a spirit box. Just kidding. It sounds fine. Okay. Because <laughs> I want I want everybody to be able to hear both of y'all. And some people are saying y'all's voices are really low. Operator malfunction. So I think about your operator malfunction. I can get away with that on my show. <laughs> we'll work we'll work it out one of these days. Yeah, we'll work the kinks out, but I mean y'all can at least hear it, right? <laughs> I wonder if Let me see if I do this. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I can hear you me. can hear me, but can Facebook hear me? Okay, Steve White can hear everybody. Uh, all right. Yeah, Gene. Works. Yeah, that's a that's what's wrong, Gene. <laughs> all right. So I guess are we okay now? All right. Test. Test. One two. One two. Yeah, you sound great, okay. John. Okay. I know we. I, no. have time. I wonder if I. Uh, I had my I had my um, speaker on the computer. Okay. Oops. Yeah. So can y'all still hear me? Can so Facebook still a, hear me? Maybe Dennis can answer it in the um, in the chat. Uh, there's, are, are, is the cabin still available for paranormal events? And if so, for how how much longer? Because <laughs> everybody loves the cabin, and people have asked me about it, and they want more events there, and um, and some other places that are around Richmond. Uh, we need to get into some places. I'm telling you, uh, places like uh, Pamplin Park don't have a staff able to handle it. So we need to be able to to change that. <laughs> you said yes. We're busy as usual till told otherwise. Okay, that's good. Um, 
do do us a favor and tell everybody how they can go to the um, to the Manor House in Williamsburg because I get a lot of people asking me about that, and they still will question like where it's at and and how do you get tickets and things like that, and it's kind of kind of hard to sometimes tell them that they don't have a concept of what we're talking about. Okay, the address is 3601 Ironbound Road in Richmond, or excuse me, in Williamsburg. <laughs> I've only been going there 12 years. You have to give me a, pro- give me a break. <laughs> yeah, but um, during the summer, it's Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday at 9 p.m., and you need to get there at least 15 minutes early to buy your tickets because you have to go down to the activity desk to buy tickets. They don't sell tickets over the phone anymore. You have to actually be there to get your ticket. It's $15 a person. Five and under free. Have you all had some good crowds lately? Uh, Some decent ones. Some decent. We had some some slow nights, some busy nights. Yeah. And starting in the beginning of September, it's going to be Mondays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. Good. Anybody that's never been to the Manor House certainly should go. Centrally located an hour from Richmond. Um, real easy to find, and you'll have a great time, and then have a chance to uh, learn the history of the of that particular house in that area, and also have a chance to uh, use some of the equipment and investigate afterwards. So. And then you'll never know who will show up to take a tour. Sometimes it'll be somebody like like Gene Wells, or sometimes it'll be Amy Bruni. So, or Dennis, or Dennis Eslock, or Paul right. Shields. Yeah. Or Paul Shields. Yeah. But they do private investigations. Yeah, or John Sullivan, yeah. Never know. Can you talk a little bit about the private investigation? We had a... I hope y'all can't hear that. My dog's going crazy. We can. (laughs) Yeah, but private investigations, you just contact me for the private investigations. It's $250 for up to five people and $50 a person after that. And if you do it on a Friday night when I don't have ghost tours, we'll go from 7 p.m. until about 2 a.m. But if it's on, on a Saturday night when I have ghost tours, it's after the ghost tour till about 2 a.m. And if you want to join the ghost tour, you're welcome to join the ghost tour. No extra charge. And yeah. you, you'll have you have free run of the house, the property, the only thing, the only thing you, you won't be able to go into is the third floor. That's office and storage up there, so they won't let us up there. But everything else, you're you're welcome to. Yeah. And, and, and you got to remember your own. Gate, the security gate. Huh? I'm at the security gate. That that's that that's where you're going, so they'll know because it's a gated. It's gated. 
Well, they got security up the front, so you got to let them know that you're going on the manor house tour, or you're doing the, um, or you're doing a private investigation, right? Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. Just they'll know ahead of time that we have something going on. So just when you get to the security gate, just tell them, "Hey, I'm going to the manor house for the ghost tour." Mm-hmm. Carrie, you're fired. Repeat. <laughs> Can you repeat the um, private investigation? She just came on. Okay, uh, private investigations, contact me. You do, if you're doing Friday nights, they're 7 p.m. till 2 a.m. If you're doing a Saturday night, it's after the ghost tour is over with until 2 a.m. And again, it's $250 for up to five people, then $50 a person after that. And you got free run of the house with the exception of the third floor. You can go all over the property with the exception inside the units, obviously. But we, we have stuff going on all over the property and all over the house. And and you can contact me either message me on Facebook or you can email me at vapor seven five seven dot david at AOL. And yeah, I do still have an AOL account. <laughs> I think you're the only one. No probably I, I know has an AOL. Um I would be, uh, it wouldn't be right if I didn't mention that July 30th is a paranormal lockdown at Bell Grove. And so you get to investigate with um, and John Sullivan for paranormal and um, Tyler uh, with um, covert paranormal and Ronnie and Shayla and, and, and Robbie with um, Middleton paranormal uh, investigators. So that's from 8 to eight p.m. to 4 a.m. on July 30th. They lock you down. Sounds worse than it is. You have opportunity to investigate there all night is basically what it is. And, and uh, anybody that's been to Bell Grove will know that, know what I'm talking about when I say it's, it's one, of the, one of the great places to investigate in it's in King George, Virginia. Do not go to the one um, up off of 81 in the mountains. Don't go to that one. Go to the Bell Grove in King George, Virginia. So, um, I know that there's a, an investigation out at Scotchtown this weekend. Um, no, it's, uh, I'm sorry, Hanover Tavern. Uh, and that's this Saturday from 8 30 at 8 30. Uh, you can contact them um, and uh, and see if they still have tickets available. I believe they do. So that's uh, something going on this weekend. So like I said, every weekend coming up, there, there are going to be tons of things going on. <laughs> Don't come to the Middleton. Our Bell Grove is just a museum. <laughs> Yeah, I think we ran into that discussion last time. We'll have to 
bring y'all on the show here so that you could talk a little bit about that. I'll look at a date if y'all are interested. Oh yeah, you got to have them on. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm I think I'm I think we're booked up. But we'll have to we'll have to schedule that because we are booking up pretty good. Yeah, our next opening is October 11th. Gee, Dave, are you doing the secretarial work for Jerry now that you would know that right off? Got the book. I'm so glad. David's here because he's the only one that's organized. But I know. <laughs> Tell you what, that that I mean that's true. When I got when Facebook screwed me over for how many days? Fifty nine days or thirty nine days, it it messed me up. So yeah, and, and John, I've been called a lot of things, but organized is not one of them. You've got that script down pretty good at, for the uh, your ghost tour. I can almost, if you've taken it more than as many times as I have, I think I could ver- say it word for word, ver- you know, verbatim. I mean, it's. <laughs> just another yeah, reason I still, to go to the manor. I still screw it up. Or <laughs> that is true. No, dude, you can't go by the book because the book, he don't go by his book. He's going to kill me. I keep that radio desk on. There you go, see? They pop up everywhere. You know, see, if I'd have gone last night, I could have gotten Gene Wills and Dennis to sign it. Well, Gene wasn't yeah, there last night. Well, Gene wasn't there last night. No. Dennis was there. Yeah, next You'll time Dennis to... comes out, I get to. Yeah, next time Dennis comes out, he's got to bring me a, a headshot signed. Since he's a big TV star. Yeah, we yeah, need. I, I we just need... write. I just write books. He's he's on the TV. Yeah, we need Dennis posters, like Dennis, like. And bring out the dentist uh, groupies. I wonder. Uh, I was just thinking about this because I haven't, I haven't heard any more about this. But every Friday in July, Berkeley Plantations has been doing ghost tours as well. So there's uh, start, I believe, at six thirty, and I, they're probably over with before it turns dark, since they don't want anybody probably on the property after dark when it's not a normal investigation. So <clears throat> that's a good place to go. And if, if no one's ever been to Berkeley, um, probably the most historic place that we have in this country uh, for everything that's, that's going on there. That's next to Shirley, isn't it? Right down the road, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been to Berkeley. It's off of Route 5. I like Shirley, too. Yeah. Shirley doesn't do anything uh, paranormal-wise. They do a ghost tour at in October, but it's 
it's a pretty um, just telling ghost stories, basically. Uh, and it's and it's early. It's like six to seven or something like that. The sun is still out. Um, it's it's too bad that they don't because that's a pretty active place on the paranormal. And as far as I won't say, I'll just say on some of the things that I picked up just being there. And at the time, of course, I didn't have a body camera, but I did have some equipment go off there because we were just taking the regular tour. But I can't remember which place it was. It was either, I think it was Shirley, where somebody did reach out to me and wanted me to come out there. I just haven't done it yet. Um, yeah, Shirley, Shirley is a, uh, is a, I believe the longest running, uh, well, continual family-owned business in America. It's like yeah, I mean, generations. beautiful place. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's active. It's just God, yeah, very, very much so. Berkeley's been more open to allowing investigations and things like that. So they do that about. Every three or four months, they'll do an investigation there, and um, it's very controlled and, and very spelled out where you can go and stuff like that. But it's still like being able to be in that house after after dark and be able to set up equipment in there uh, and take pictures and things like that um, is really amazing. I mean, it's just it's it's pretty cool. Um, I was talking with someone the other day about Rosewell, and I was telling them about the Halloween tours. You know, oh yeah. Which I, well, you know, I love doing that every year, and and they, thank goodness, like last year they they had it on multiple weekends, so you didn't really have to go Halloween weekend. Um, I'm pretty sure they'll do it again this year, but there's another home. That I've heard that a possibility that they're going to do that sort of thing is uh, Minokin in Warsaw. So uh, that's another place um, in the Northern Neck area that may be starting to do a little bit more of the paranormal stuff. These businesses need they need financial support, like, and Pamplin doesn't have staff enough to allow us to go in there like what we did at one time when we, you know, we could take in, you know, 50 to 100 people to investigate that place. Um, right. Because they don't want, you know, they want to be adequately staffed to be able to handle that many people. And, right. Um, you know, we, as you know, you and I were, had done one of the investigations there and, and the teams were, you know, made up of about 10 people each. And, you know, there's like six teams, and um, yeah. there was no problem with that part of it. It was they have, to, they have to have people manning the various places to make sure everything goes, you know, safely and, and um, you know, and, and also it's so late into the night because these people work and they have to be back the next day. So, well, hopefully... Those places needed the money, too. I mean, oh, yeah. I, their budgets have been cut tremendously in half in some time, you know. And, 
and, uh, and that makes all the difference in the world as far as what they're they can do. So, our you know our goal, a lot of it with Virginia Paranormal Events is to be able to promote places that people can right. come to and support. Um, and the, along the way, we get to hang out with some pretty cool people, you know. Right. You know, like y'all and Dennis and Gene and, and Paul and, and John Sullivan and, and, and Ronnie and Shayla and all these people that, you know, um, that are just, you know, really good people to hang around with. So, Yeah, yeah the cabin has a public event coming up in August, too, on the 20th. Yeah. They got a public event, so you got to go to the Cabin on 360's Facebook page, and I believe there's an event set up there, and you just click on the link and get your ticket, and that's going to go pretty fast. So, for the for my friends that are out here watching, or if I don't know if it's been shared out or not, but just you know keep that in mind that there is a public event coming up at the cabin. Yeah, there there are. Um a lot of events coming up that I always tell people, if you, you know, because I even forget that I have to keep the the page up to date. Oh yeah. So that I don't, I don't lose track or lose these these events that are coming up. But um, for instance, like the Tennessee Wraith Chasers, um, you know, they come into town and they're in Gordonsville, Virginia, this past weekend, and that was something that they did on their own. They lined it up with the Exchange Hotel, and one of the teams that helped in, with the investigation happened to be, you know, Lyle and Tana and, and Melissa uh, and Brandon with uh, Twisted Paranormal uh, on it. Or you know, they they normally do their own events haunted nights, but they were asked to come and assist with with that. And of course, they work with the with Chris and Mike. Um, all the time. In fact, you know, several events this year already that they've done uh, twice at St. Albans. Uh, you know, this past weekend, weekend before at last, they were there. And then back in January, they were there. And they may be coming one more time. I'm not sure. But there's um, those, they, uh, Chris and Mike will be in Virginia again. Um, I believe at uh, Dunlora, uh, which is in Mineral, Virginia, bed and breakfast. And then they're going to be, um, I believe, back at the exchange again in the fall. And then also, uh, I know there's some other places. Um, Dennis said December. But, you know, with... With all of that, I, you know, the, the reason I have my page is so that I can keep keep track of that and keep people interested. Plus, I get in, I get asked a lot of times what's going on. You, um, I never take for granted all the people that kind of live close to our state. That we on on this page, we have a lot of people from Pennsylvania, West Virginia, North Carolina, and Maryland um, that come and want to know what's happening in the paranormal world in Virginia because we have a lot more going on uh, than a lot of states do. And, right. 
Um, but, you know, and I will put stuff like for Gettysburg and things like that, even West Virginia. Um, you had uh, David okay. on there um, on your show, you know, not too long ago. And he's, he's real big into the paranormal world in West Virginia. Got his, mm-hmm. You know, got his TV fame and stuff like that, but he loves ghost hunting. And um, and and also yeah, I enjoyed having yes, I really, I did, and um, I think I googled where he was at from from me, and I think it was five hours, but I'm not sure. It was pretty far out there. Like I'd have to go when my girlfriend Marjorie goes to go goes home because that's where she's from, you know. But yeah, I enjoyed having him on the show. So we got the the Gettysburg Bash. Um, coming up, and there'll be August. a lot of people there. Of course, yeah, then there's the um, the uh, big Paracon in New Jersey. Um, all everybody will be there for that. Um, Michigan Paracon, and then I think in December there's the Las Vegas, the big one in Las Vegas. So those are some of the things on the outside. Um, was, oh. Uh, twist, uh, twisted or Haunted Nights is going to be at Missouri State uh, Penitentiary with the Rape Chasers. Uh, that's coming up. And they, they're close to selling out their crews that they have coming up in 2023. So September. Dennis said Haunted Nights crew with Wrath again in December at St. Albans and then September. Okay. Yeah, they when they do an event there, they've got the space to handle a lot of people. Um, it's got a good meeting area for everybody to, to start off with and then to send people various different places um, in that, uh, and there's buildings there. Um, there's not a lot of uh, chance of getting contamination from other teams and stuff like that, like there is in some some places you go where you you've got to be real quiet. Or mm-hmm. uh, I forgot. I think that we were at Dunlore and we kept hearing this knocking sound and. One of the teams had come upstairs, and they were in the room next to us, and it was just so much stuff going on that we couldn't we couldn't get anything um, because we didn't we didn't trust what we were hearing is that it just wasn't the other team making that noise. So right, uh, right, that's true. Yeah, that's a that's a bad thing about the manor house. It's a one team location. <clears throat> Yeah, unless you have a team that goes outside. Um, yeah, right. There's a lot to investigate there, it's, uh, but it's you're right. Mm-hmm. It's almost like uh, if you've got multiple teams, you need to have multiple buildings or multiple locations on a property uh, to be able to mm-hmm. go to. Because um, it's that's you know, what it's, makes it so. Nice about the cabin in Pamplin Park is that you're spread out and you're on top of each oh, wow. other. 
know, Pamplin Park, there's so many different places. And if they if Dennis ever gets in there, you'll have to take a night off David Flowers to go because I'm telling you, it's just that Pamplin Park and, you know, and even the cabin for that matter, you know, it's just hands down, you know. I've had two things happen to me at Pamplin Park. I really, I really contribute some of my vertigo issue to Pamplin Park also because we went on the 7th and I had some stuff, yeah, I had some stuff happen at that campsite which was on Facebook Live and it's just funny how it coincides with those, you know, the 7th and then the 13th. It's it just, I still say there's, there was something there, and I know where it's at. So Dennis said he's looking for a fall date. So that would that would really be cool. So you would have to take a night off. Fall would be a one there because you can go outside. Uh, well, there's a couple of places you want to be outside there. And, Worth it. Um, and the cabin is too, don't get me wrong. If you're out there during the winter, it's it's it can be miserable. Um, but I've also been out there during the summer when it's still 90 degrees at 10 o'clock at night, and that was miserable too. So I think that I think when he picked those November dates, just saying that that those were good dates. Except the first weekend in November is the Urbana Oyster Fest. Never forget that <laughs> because John Stevens. I'm off on Friday, but I know I'm working on Saturday. I know this already. I got my schedule down pegged because I don't work Oyster Fest on Fridays, but we all know the first weekend of every November is always the Oyster Fest. So don't schedule anything then or I can't come because they lock us down. We are with, what, 18,000 people locked in a town for two days, Friday and Saturday. We are not allowed to leave. It's a drunken fest. Huh? Yeah, it's a drunken fest. Yeah. I go porch hopping. I do. I enjoy it, but I just have to park a mile away and walk into the town. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're always welcome to park here, but the problem is getting here, them letting you in, and getting out. Because I'm right around the corner. You just got to come in at oh dark thirty to my house, or they won't let you in. And then you're stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, the drunken fest is something else. Let me tell you something. As long as I get my turkey leg, I'm good. <laughs> it's an oyster fest. You don't my brisket. Don't oh yeah, but see, I can go out here on the pier and get those anytime I want. I can just go pull them right out the water like I do them crabs. Yeah, I've been thinking about right brisket there. since Friday night. Huh? I've been thinking about that brisket since Friday night. <laughs> yeah, we 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 investigated at a virgin location, and they just had stuff everywhere, and I'm just like, mouth is watering. <laughs> I will say this, Pamplin Park, getting getting back to that, because um, yeah. I can talk 
turn this into a food show if you want. I mean, I, we'll we'll talk brisket and barbecue and oysters and anything anything I can slap on a grill. Um, we yeah. can do that all night. Um, uh, Pamplin has, a, I tell you, it's just one of the best places to go to investigate. There's so many, like each location, something dramatic has happened there. I mean, like, like either I know it personally or somebody else has has had an experience there that's been crazy. And of course, it was made famous recently by the Portals to Hell show that came on. And I had people ask me about. Where's Pamplin Park? When are we going? You know, when are we going to go down there and visit? And they saw such yeah. a big increase in people coming there um, after that show. But it really is a, like multiple location um, events because, and you can walk yourself to death. Uh, if you go to the woods and then you go to the other part of the, the battlefield, um, I mean, it's 10, 15-minute walks, you know, to get to those places. And um, and then, you know, the museum and the and the uh, the Welcome Center, mm-hmm. uh, two buildings on the side, and then those two homes that are on that property. Um, if they if they open both of those back up again, um, it's 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 exciting. I mean, I'm telling you. And then, but the the crazy part is they have this uh, this place on the edge of the woods that they. Uh, like a camp and uh, and some crazy stuff has happened there and um, what Dennis can tell you a lot about that and he would you know when he he, uh, if you ever ask him about Pamplin but a lot of people that I've been associated with have had experiences there that um, are, are amazing so um can't wait to get get back in there and getting a um, get an investigation going again. And I know that they need the money as well. Yeah, make um, sure Dennis Racing too, because I need my Cheetos. Yeah, and, and as far as like the cabin on 360, I'd contact Dennis um, or uh, or Ryan about getting in there and and seeing if they're what dates are available. Yeah, because they do. Uh, rent the place out for the evening, um, and they can let you know what that costs. Um, there's a lot of things going on, um, and as the as we get closer to the fall, um, September and October, there's a, things just kind of like blow up. It starts happening so fast and furious, it's hard to keep track of everything. That's going on. Right. And that's all Virginia. Um, Dennis put a link on there, so. Yeah, and another place that has opportunity for people to rent and then go investigate, plus they also do a lot of their um, own events and have special guests come in and do events is the Octagon House in Whitfield. So you would contact John Cushman there, um, and I, I post those links on there some on the page all the time. Uh, and he's known for 
you'll hear uh, a phrase, Dinner with the Ghost. Um, they have heard that. albums, and they, uh, they had, you know, they set it up, and they have the dinner and everything like that, and, and um, they, they ask the ghosts to come and participate, and they put equipment on the table while they're eating the full, full course meal. And the and the equipment starts going off and things like that. So it's uh, mm-hmm. there's events everywhere. Um, but Pushman and them at um, the Octagon are fit for that. Uh, but that's a great place to investigate as well. Very, very and now there's some that I have not been. Yeah, that one's <laughs> that one's a little bit far. That's not you're not going to go there. And drive back home. That's about a little over four hours, probably away from Richmond. Mm-hmm. For starters, thought you fell off the planet, but I guess you're straight out of Virginia Beach. <laughs> I've seen Kim in a long time. I know. We got about six minutes, so we're good on time so far. We, I'm just trying to keep track of it. Road trip, yeah. Road trip. Has she gotten out of the the woods yet, or, or is she still in the woods down there? We have not. We have not been. Um, we have not been to Old House Woods. We went there for grounding <laughs> one night, which was really nice. But we haven't. Yeah, we have not been out there, which we do need to get out there. It's just right now. Oh my gosh, the heat would would get me right now. All right, so Ronnie put just a warning. If Vince Wilson advertises investigations at Wayside Inn, you will probably be overcharged and limited. They have no clue as to what they are doing. Gotcha. I, I, I got a guitar. I got two of them downstairs. Which one do you want? I got an electric and an acoustic. That once my kids leave me, I'll be playing myself. Just saying. I'm waiting. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if you want a, a jam session, you catch up with Paul Shields and um, and Kim with Culpepper. They both play very talented music. Poor David Nelson. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Lucy, have no sympathy. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> None. Zero. <laughs> it's a hard outfit around here. I told you you don't know what you get yourself into when you co-host these shows. True. Anything happens on the show. And we got John Stevens, so we know better. Well... <laughs> I will only add to the shenanigans, and I encourage you know, more than one person came up uh, talking about the Pearl oh, um, and the events at the Pearl. I do miss the and Pearl. So, Dennis is not innocent. That's a, that's a lie, and I'm being nice. Yeah. I think there's a certain vibe with certain people when they go to the Pearl. 
So yeah. if you don't go in there with well, the right you're not going to get everything out of it. But if you go with um, Tina and Jerry and, and Savannah and I'll even throw in John Sullivan. And, you better uh, throw a John in there, Mr. Pole Dancer. And uh, he's acting all innocent like hit that pole up there. Come on now. I mean, the, the pole. A pole, it was a lamp. I don't, it looked like a pole to me. Dennis, who are you trying to convince? Huh? That's Dennis, who he's trying to convince. I know. Put freaking halos on. You better switch those devil horns. We've got about two minutes left on air. Okay. Hi, John. Kobe, for you. Shit. Pure as a driven snow, my ass. Yellow Thank snow, God baby. there's a light. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll stop. All right, John, tell people how to get to your page because we got two minutes and 25 seconds on blog talk. Yep. Before uh, it hits us. Or you can go to virginiaparanormalevents.com. Um, and uh, if you want to, if you have an event that you need um, some somebody to, to put it out there for people, um, I, I can do that. Um, but I will warn yeah. you that if you don't play a reputation or or if you try to scam or anything like that, you're not, you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. So. Um, you know, they had talked about Vince Wilson earlier. Um, I, I haven't heard very good things, so I don't want to put that out there. And I, he, he contacts me all the time about putting his events that he's doing at the wayside, but I haven't heard anything good. Um, and so I'm kind of afraid to kind of leave people because the wayside end is is the haunt, is a very haunted end, and it's, and it's in the Shenandoah and it's in Middleton. Um, but if they're only going to allow Vince Wilson to come in there, who's a magician trying to do stuff paranormal, and he's not very good at what he does, I'm not saying, I don't know him personally, but right. like I said, his events aren't, go- aren't, aren't being, aren't being good. So. Yeah. So, anyway, so if you go go to my page, you can find out about all of the good good events, the good people that are putting on events. Okay. Well, I'm going to I I can hang I know I can hang up on the let me see let me see how to do this. I'm going to disconnect on stream not blog talk. So just hold on, David. We got to figure this out anyway. All right, so I'm going to hang up on Blog Talk so I can – so I appreciate you coming on Blog Talk and Streamed Hard. <laughs> so let me hang up with that. Y'all tune in next week. We have – I'm hoping Kevin Lipscomb. I'm waiting for him to message me. We're going to be talking stars and moons next week, so it's going to be really interesting. So thanks, everybody, for tuning into that or to the show tonight on Blog Talk. So let me go here.
What is up, all you freaks out there? This is right. Video has ended. Seriously? So I'm doing a Facebook Live here, trying to stream the show, and I push start video, and it says your video has ended. It was even like a second long. So I play a, I play a, um, I play a song to start the show. Obviously, if you listen to this on Blog Talk or Apple iTunes, you'll know that I play a song to start the show. And the song was over, but it still cut me off. It was really there was no words or anything. No, you know, not even any music. So I'm gonna start this over again. Here, sorry. I swear, dude. Such a pain in the butt. There we go. There we go. There we go. Save. Boom. Thank you. All right. Go live. Yes. Let's see if this works. No music for them to cut me off on. Live video is starting. You are now live. Thank you. To all those who list watching me on Facebook, I had a little difficulty here. Um, Try doing well. You know, I play my play my intro song on Blog Talk, and it's one of the songs where you know it's not it's not royalty free. But I'm not trying to make money off of it or anything. But I had finished the song. The song was over. Um, and I pushed, I pushed uh, to go live, and uh, it still cut me off. So this is my second try at uh, trying to do a live stream of this show. Uh, so welcome to the Freaking Off the Paranormal Show. I'm Ryan. Hope everyone is having a, a good evening. Um, I am here by myself tonight. Um, for those of you who didn't know it, Angie uh, got sick last week, and she was um, she was quarantined. So uh, I was here at the house with RJ and uh, and our daughter Kenny for a week. And she came uh, she came back. Finally got she got cleared, and she came back today. Picked up RJ. Um, and now they're back at camp, so I was thought about doing it, doing the show from there, but she she was like, well, maybe she's doing it from from the house. So I am here by myself, and uh, you know, it's all right. You know, I kind of miss the family, but you know, it is what it is. I uh, it was uh hard, you know, not being with Angie during during the week. Um, RJ missed her a lot. Of course, he missed her mom, and you know I missed having her around and being around her and stuff. But uh, you know you got to do what you got to do, man. You got to take care of everyone, make sure everyone is safe during these times. And uh, yeah, I'm glad she's feeling better. My sister came down came down with the uh, with the sickness last week, and now her husband's got it, and it's just like, oh my god. Uh, I mean, luckily it's not as bad as it was before, you know, but still, still got to be careful about it. Um, yeah, last night, let's see, I got, last night I went to work and I got home and wasn't expecting Archie to be awake, and he was, and so that didn't get to so much sleep last night, and I before last, 
uh, I went to bed and RJ woke up. It was just, you know, you know when you, you know that you're not the mom and it's like she's she's got that those comforting powers that you just don't have. Well, I don't have. Uh, yeah, I've definitely found that out this week that I am definitely not the mama. To quote dinosaurs, that old TV show used to come on back in the day. I am definitely not Damala. But, like I said, it's all good. Like I said, everyone's having a good day. Drinking my Pepsi here. Trying to wake up. It's been a long, it's been a long week. I'm very excited to uh, chat with our guest tonight. She hasn't been on the show in a few years. I don't think. It's been a while since she's come on with us. Um, she went by a different name back in the day. She was known as Lisa Lamrock, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was what it was. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to chatting with Lisa Lynn Hale tonight on the show. And uh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and put her on right now. And uh, let's get this conversation started. Good evening. Hey, freak. What is up? <laughs> so it actually oh. is Slam Rock, and I'm actually going That's... back to that. So, uh, nice. yeah, I filed for divorce. And uh, yeah, it finalizes this week. So, yeah, it's, it's officially Slam Rock again. <laughs> and right awesome. right when you, like, switch it. Yes. Well, that's cool. I, I, knew, I knew that's what it was. I'm like, well, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be positive that that's that, that's what it was, but I pretty I was pretty sure. Um, so how's everything going with you? It's been a while. Great, great, yeah. It's sorry to hear Angie's sick. Are you you're doing all right? No, yeah, I'm good. I am good. I am just you know one of those like you know where it's like you think like I want to be you know have some time on my own you know because I was with RJ all week like have some time to myself and I'm like oh I'm here and I kind of want to be there. But you know, yeah, it's just one. Of, but it's just one of those things, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's tough with family being apart like that, and some sick and yeah. some not sick, and especially in the ER, we're always telling people to quarantine, and you know, families are separated or shoved together, one of the two, <laughs> one of the two when they come in with COVID or anything, yeah. flu and everything else. Yeah, my sister had it. She was she was quarantined in the basement of her house, and then um, then like I guess today she found out that her husband has it, and he had, we had, oh. he has she has two boys, so it's like you know, and Angie was quarantined at her ca- in her cabin at at the camp, so you know I had to run out there, I had to run her run her food and stuff out to the camp. And she'd come out with her. You know, she had she had me leave the stuff out on the front porch of the of the stoop, I guess, in front of the from the cabin. And she'd come out with her mask on and get the stuff, and we had to stay six feet apart. Yeah, all that stuff. could be could be a little vacation camping, you know, get away from I, the husband you, for a bit. I was telling her, I was like, man, you got you got a nice little break of like peace and quiet for a week. Yeah. You know, I think I was telling her, I think after a few days, I, I, I've been like going crazy. 
you know. Yeah. Not yeah. anybody and stuff. It's just, but at least it's not as bad as it used to be, as, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. The cases are much more mild now. Yeah, I had it back in January, and it was not. It's not fun. It's not one of those things where it's all right. It you know still wears you the hell out, but you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So how is everything going with you? What is what is going on down in Texas? They go to Texas. Well, besides all the brush fires that we've got because of the drought, um, so it's kind of a little bit of everything. Kind of, kind of crazy here. Um, so with the group, we've kind of we're kind of changing things up a bit. Because um, I don't know if you're familiar with Star and Aaron. I don't know if you've met them. Um, uh, not yet. Aaron, they both had medical things going on. Aaron. Um, has been taken off driving completely and has a service animal and he'll still do the shows with me, but he's not going to be able to really investigate. And then uh star won't be able to investigate any longer either, but I just on board. I'm excited. This um, investigator, she's, she does more of the research. So she is amazing at digging. Like she gets those Sanborn maps, and you know how you can overlay them and get one from like 1800 and 1905, and what you know, she'll just overlay them, and you can see the changes in the property and the buildings, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing what she can do. So I'm excited about that because she puts together packets of like um, like a historical packet for the the family of the residential case that we're doing. So that's really nice. What's the name of your team again? U.S. Paranormal. Okay. Yeah. So how long? How long have you been? How long have you been uh, investigating for? It's, it's been a while oh, since we've gosh. chatted. So I figured we'd get. I know. Well, <laughs> since since yeah, since 2007. Um, but you know, back then, you know, you just you're investigating with groups or this or that. You know, you're not. And then it was probably about a year or two later when I joined a group up in North Texas and was with them for a few years. And then I broke off and did my own group for several years. And then I came to Austin. I've been down here about six or seven. So, um, but originally, yeah, it goes back to about 2007. Um, just different, you know, different groups because I, I wanted my own. Um, so yeah, so got, got her on board and, um, and stoked, we had started a case out in Calvert that we need to finish, and that one is is pretty interesting. Um, it's it's obviously it's Indian ter- almost everything is Indian territory these days, but you can see like the old um, slavery uh, slave quarters there and everything, and it's just it, the the property has just got so much like rich history on it. And it used to be, there's a railroad that runs through there and the guys that worked on the railroad lived in that house. And then there was a Confederate soldier in it right next door. And just, I mean, they, I can't, there's so many things that that property was used for. It's just insane. It's intense, but um, so I'm excited about that. And then got old Lavaca jail coming up. Um, when is that? That's coming up here. Uh, in the next like month it's uh i think in august i go up there and that's supposed to be a good jail to investigate i don't know if you've ever heard of that one there's so many but there are so many places in texas because it's so big 
that you you have a hard time running out of places to investigate down there. Yeah, it's I mean it's like you said it's seven hours. You know you can drive seven hours and still be in Texas, so you can find something pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of a bad thing because then you find a good place and you have to drive five hours to get <laughs> to get there. Oh, you know, true. it's like driving yeah. two states over. Have um have you been out to the Lavaca jail yet? Is that, is that, is that I, a new place I haven't. A lot of people have. I mean, they come from England and everywhere to go to that jail. Um, it's, you know, I don't know all of the history behind that jail. Um, and sometimes I like to know and sometimes I don't because I want to go in with a clean slate also. Yeah. You know, and just see what comes up and then go back and reference and look afterwards. Um did you hear, though, what, what I found was interesting was um, I didn't realize there was a bunch of drama going on with Waverly. Did you hear about no. that? Like some some society, not, uh, like I guess they're they're trying to take over and kick out the owners? Let me see. Look, let me look it up here. Yeah, and I had incidentally I like came that. across it. Or something like that. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I guess it seems like it's recent because, I mean, there were people going at it. I was like, what is going on? Why are these people arguing? Um, (laughs) And it says that they were still trying to, you know, keep it within the owners. But I've never heard that. Because there was someone that was wanting to go. And actually, um, oh, what's his name from Ghost Adventures? Uh, Nick was wanting to go, and uh, uh, I guess he backed out. He canceled and said he wasn't going to go, and they're saying that it was just because of the ethics behind it and, like, because of what they're doing. I don't know. The first first website I came to was asking me to um, subscribe to their website for $6 a month. No, thank you. Uh, here it is. Maybe this one. Nope, so it is still. Uh, in this one, a paranormal. So it legal sounds like um, from what? Beverly Hills Did you find it? The article. Group claims the Beverly Hills Historical Site is trying to make take the building away from owner Charlie mm-hmm. Mattingly, which nonprofit has disputed. Yeah, that's that's what I was hearing. That that society apparently the owners were part of it, and then they pretty much like kicked the owners out of the society, and then said we want to take over the building. Is what I was hearing. I don't know how much truth there is to that. Local society wants to take it over. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So, because people yeah, were maybe. wanting to go, and then people were like attacking them and saying, "Don't go," because then you're just promoting that society taking it over. You know, you're giving them money to take over it. So, if you go to investigate the Waverly Hills Sanatorium, you're supporting the Soul Society. So, don't go. That's yeah. That that's what they're saying. So, I don't know. I need, I need to look into it more. I just it was something I saw in passing, and I, it kind of tripped me up because. Obviously, that's a place that I still haven't made it to and was going to go to. And then I'm like, well, crap, you know, I don't know. if <laughs> Do I need to wait? Like, what's going on? Um, it says, I don't know. We are claiming the society, a nonprofit started by Charlie Mattingly, is trying to take the building away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, the 
Ethical Society filed a lawsuit against Mattingly, and the group claims they're seeking taxpayer money to help with the property. If we lose, if we allow that to happen, we are going to lose Waverly Hills the way we see it now. It won't be the same, Keith Turner protester said. So I'm just confused. So this is so the historical society. And, that, and that, that's recent, right? You're reading? Yeah, well, it's, it's from, um, yeah, it's from April. What day, what yeah. Day is it? April, uh, April 10th, 2022. Yeah, yeah. And and when I saw somebody bickering online, I mean, this was just like a week ago. I was like shocked. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it's a place that I wanted to go check out. And it's like, well, is that even going to be an option now? But especially like the death tunnels and stuff. I mean, I mean that, that'd be nice to, to see. I mean, honestly, when I, when I think of places like that, it's like, it'd be cool to go to. But as far as, like, say I've been to, you know, Waverly Hills, but it's not one of those things where, like, I've got to go to get awesome evidence because, you know, I can go I can go a lot closer to home to get that, but just more of a have a notch in my belt type of – like, I've been to Waverly Hills, but I know the evidence there, I get from there is there from stuff I For me, there are certain you know? places that um, call me. Like, I don't know. Do you, not, do you get that feeling where, like, there are certain places you're, like, um, even if you've been before, I'm like, I've got to go back. Oh, like, that is just there are a lot of places my place. Here that I go to that I feel um, compelled to keep going to over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I think if someone said, you want to go to Waverly Hills and I had a spot for me to go, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll go. But, you know, it's not one of those things where, like, I need to go to Waverly Hills. Yeah. Well, and they're making, they seem to be making pretty good progress. Um, you, you know, the Baker Hotel here in Texas. Now, that one, I definitely, that's another um, that I do want to stay at. They're, you know, doing renovations and they're supposed to, excuse me, they're supposed to be opening up the rooms. So the rooms are rather small, but they're supposed to be taking two rooms and putting them together to make one larger room. So it won't be. The, the same quantity of rooms as original, but they're putting it back pretty original. And um, but there was so much asbestos and everything, so they're like, I mean, it's, it's taking a lot of work. And they started working on it way back, I mean, before 19. Um, so it had 450 rooms originally, and they're they're slating it to open in 24. So it's really not that far away. And that was last updated in April of this year. Oh wow! But yeah, like I said, you've got so many like old West buildings and like all those old, you know, old like mining towns out there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that the most. Um, I mean, so much water flows through there. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it, and it's a 14 floor like luxury hotel. I mean, it just the the mineral water though. I mean, that's why it's called mineral wells. I mean, they would take mineral baths because they thought, you know, they would be cured of everything if they took these mineral baths. And they're actually going to open up. They're going to do mineral baths again for the guests and steam rooms and spas and all that kind of stuff. So, but it's pretty cool it's to see the pictures from back then. It's taking me back to when we used when we were chatting a few years ago, talking about the mm-hmm. Mineral Walls Hotel. That Wasn't there a house I mean, that you guys used to do? That was there. Yeah, was it, yeah. It was like yeah, 300 feet from there. 
Yeah, we would go to that all the time. They would bootleg. They would bootleg alcohol from the hotel. Is that house still around? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. It's still there. It's got a new owner, but it's still there. And they they do events here and there and little um, tours and stuff. Um, You know, I certainly miss the old owner, but the new owner is nice, too. And then, I mean... Like, I didn't even know, like, even the baker, too, like, Judy Garland, Three Stooges, Clark Gable. I mean, all kinds of famous people stayed there. I mean, it was just this famous place. And that, that little um, house, um, the one of the pharmacists that works for the baker lived there. And then, of course, one of, you know, a child hung himself there in the yard and stuff. He was um, mentally slow. I think I think there was some mental retardation or autism, something of that nature, and um, so there, there was a lot of deaths um, already of that house, just, you know, so many feet from there. Yeah, it's a wonderful town, though. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting, though. I'm I'm really interested in go the, the old Lavaca Jail, check that out. And then Katrina Cooper is going to be there, and she's just – she's an amazing medium. Um, if you haven't ever, like, seen her, you should – she's on several different um, radio shows, like 94.5 and – um, she has, you know, her page and stuff on Facebook and everything, and she'll do, like, live readings. Um, she'll do them, like, online. She'll do them in person. She'll do, like, group ones if you want, you want to get a group together. Um, but she's she's the real deal. She's she's amazing. She's been, actually, I've, I've, I've given gifts of readings from her because <laughs> she's so oh, good. Wow. I've actually paid her. I've, I've actually like bought three different people readings because she's so good like you know here here's the money go read whoever you know so yeah how did you, but lately how did you get in touch? have you how did i get meet her yeah yeah uh, that's a good question i know we investigated a mansion together out of san antonio um that may have been the first time. Um, oh, what are the brothers? You know the two twins. Um, the ghost brothers? No, 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 no. <laughs> ghost brothers. <laughs> no, uh, um, brothers the, the brothers here. The brothers here in Texas. They did black swan in, and like one of them had their intestines like twisted, and um, during the investigation, I had to go to the hospital. Um, there's two when, brothers. Well, they. Who? Twin paranormal? No. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why I can't think of it. Yeah. I don't know why I can't think of their names. But um, they rented out a mansion in San Antonio, and then um, we all just went and investigated it. I went with Sheila at the time, so I'm pretty sure that's probably how I met Katrina. I don't know. She's she's a hoot, though. She's, she's a hot mess. She's so funny. She will have you laugh like no other. But she does... It's funny because we do we work with Chuck um, doing missing people cases, and sometimes they're um, rescues and sometimes they're recoveries. And with mm-hmm. her, she does amazing work with the deceased. Um, living, not so much. 
so with Chuck, it's funny because he's like, if Katrina's picking up on him, it's going to be a recovery. It's not going to be a rescue. You know, he would know right yeah. off the bat, okay, you know, the person is deceased. We're not going to be able to save them. Um, it was like, you know, the sex slavery stuff that we were working, um, abductions and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, so she's she's really, really good at what she does but more with the deceased than the living. And then lately I've been into, I don't know if you've watched this. Have you ever seen Matt Frazier? <laughs> I'm obsessed uh, with him on TV. Uh, Matt Frazier is like me because he's, he's this hilarious gay guy. And he just like, mm-hmm. he will be throwing on his spandex and like stretching his legs and trying to squeeze into his spandex. And <laughs> he just, oh, he has me rolling, but I mean, but he's good, and I've I've done an online session with him, like a group one, and he, uh-huh. like, his intro was like, we're going to laugh, we're going to cry, we're going to shit our pants together, and we're going to have fun, and, you know, he just, like, there's no filter to his mouth, but he's hilarious. He would be amazing to interview. That would be awesome. Yeah, I would love to have them on, have them both on, <laughs> actually. Katrina does, uh, sometimes she'll do free readings during her, um, like she'll do an interview and like a, you know, free readings. So I've I've seen her do that with uh, Sheila's mother's. I've never had her her on mine, but but she's, she's pretty awesome. Yeah, I've done that before. I've I've mediums call in and then they'll do like, they'll do a show and they'll, uh, they'll have folks call in. I've got one guy calling Chris. Yeah, you know, he'd he'd call and do the show, and then he'd have people who just follow him around, you know. And you know, I'll do it, put Chris Garcia is going to be on the show and have like fifty callers calling in to get a reading. So, yeah. <laughs> that's nice. You're all back to you know, start the show and say, "Hey, go at it," and uh, that's all you really got to do, you know. Mhm. So, yeah. Did you, um, well, how have I ever told you? So I had written, you know, the book, the doppelganger book, and now I got the fever to, <laughs> to write a second one. But I think I'm going to do it on cell memory. Like, so um, how do you get it? Or- how do you, well, it's, how, sorry, at the beginning, how, when did you decide to write a book and like what motivated you to, uh, to do that? Well, we had, you know, I mean, obviously when we do shows, we're covering every topic under the sun, and it was apparitions. We were just talking about different types of apparitions, and um, we each had picked the couple, and we're talking about them, and Aaron was actually talking about doppelgangers, and it brought me back to a memory back around 2007 where I was at a house in Gainesville, Texas, and they had a picture, and they were like, hey, you know, you see this picture, see this guy in this picture, he wasn't actually there. And, like, the whole group, they were like, he he was actually downstairs. But when we took the picture, it showed him in this doorway. And so they kept it in their album. The owner of the house, she had an album of, like, just different, like, um, evidence and photos and things. And so it stayed there forever. And um, she actually, I think she, it got lost because I asked for a copy of it back when I wrote the book and she couldn't locate it. But um, it brought me back to that. I was like, wow, you know, there was that one case. And then I got to thinking, I wonder how how many people have cases like this. 
And so I kind of put feelers out there and as like research and people start responding. And then I just started like taking notes and composing and, and put it together. And then I was like, Hey, do you mind if I turn this into a book? Would you sign a consent, like a release and everything? And so just kind of slowly, you know, went into a book, but I didn't want to jump into it and be like, Hey, this is going to be a book where I didn't want people saying, yeah, I've had that experience just to be in a book. So I started yeah. it as re- re- research and, hey, I want to know about your experience. Can you tell me? Because I want to know, you know, what you saw or heard. Did you – did anything bad? Because, you know, the the old wives tale, you know, oh, if you see your doppelganger, you're going to die. You know, did anything bad happen? And, and did you see your own or did you see someone else's? And just all the details. Did you see anything, smell anything, um, like any strange odors or – um, what were they wearing? Was it the same exact clothing? Just all, you know, what were you doing? What time of the day? What time of the year? I mean, I got down to every single detail to are they right-handed, left-handed, their education? <laughs> I mean, I, I was, I mean, what was their astrological sign? Like, yeah, I, I really hit them up. They were probably tired of talking to me because I was constantly messaging them question after question because <laughs> I wanted to be Boy. as thorough as possible um, and see if there was any, like, cor- you know, any correlation of anything, any patterns or commonalities when it came to that. Well, yeah, so, you can't be too careful, that, too, you know. Yeah, You've got to make sure that it's not bullshit. Well, and I, I'm sure you've heard the thing about, like, you know, killers. They say, oh, they're pre- predominantly this sign or that sign, like certain zodiac signs. Yeah. Um, and and there was some commonalities, you know. It was, was kind of interesting. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, like, you know, 13 were right-handed. Well, you, you can't really take so much with that because, I mean, most people are right-handed. But then when yeah. it, it came down to the um, – like near-death um, experiences, a lot of them had near-death experiences prior. And then, um, like, when you came down to, like, the astrological signs, I think there was, um, I have to look, I want to say it was 13 cases. Let me see if I've got that nearby. And I can tell you how many were what. Um, 19 cases. And actually, Howie was one of them. Um yeah, I think you remember that, but yeah, the 19 cases, oh, yeah. four four were Virgo and four were Taurus. Um, so those were the two. Oh, his Yeah, yeah, you had called yeah. in. So that so those were the two most prominent signs, and then there were three Pisces and three Sagittarius. So um, those those were right behind. So those were the four top signs there. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's like did that play a part? And then you got to look at pot, pet doppelgangers, you know, like there were people reporting seeing, you know, pet, you know, cats that were not even like in the same, you know, like they were in a different state and stuff. And of course, you know, I did like put studies in there and, you know, there were cases from other countries and stuff. So it was pretty diverse, I think. But then it got me thinking about other stuff, like, you know, when people have transplants, they say they take on the characteristic of that other person. You know, you, you take on the heart mm-hmm. of somebody and then all of a sudden, you know, you want a cigarette or you want some fried food or you want whatever. You want some Jack and Coke. So <laughs> so it, it'd be interesting to, because so I, 
I'm part of several donor groups um, on Facebook, like um, heart, lungs, different ones. And I've been reading through them and just getting a background and an understanding of what they're going through before I even start writing anything. And it's just crazy to look at their stories and some of them know their donors and some don't and like how long they actually have their organs before they have to have new ones. And just, um, just the, the trauma they go through and the feelings and the things that they're experiencing and sometimes, you know, of taking that organ from someone else. And it's, it's interesting. So I I would want to devote a chapter strictly just like regarding donations and like, um, the importance and like what you can gain from it and all that stuff, but then also get into the like medical side of it with, um, you know, that cell memory part and like the cases, like, but I want cases where like the donor's family and the donor know each other so that I can compare, you know, the, like the before and after. It's like one of those, is that one of those, um, like, those deals where like a kid has memories of like a fighter pilot or something like that because I guess that's reincarnation. But um, yeah, but you know, you never know. I mean, they may have memories. I mean, what if? I mean, it depends on what they're receiving. I mean, if they're receiving a heart or a piece of, I don't know. Can you get brain? Can you donate part of your brain or? Um, I don't know. You know, like, that's that's a good question. I mean, I did start already with, like, a list of some questions that I want to go through and stuff, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be constantly modified for the next while. But, I mean, yeah, there's there's going to be so many questions for the family and, and their experience and, and why they chose to donate and, and was it the family's choice or was it the person's choice and, and the receiver and, you know, what they experienced receiving that organ and, and did they change in any way? Like mentally, did they change or just dietary? Like, okay, now I I want, I don't want this and I want that. Or, you know, like just to be able to compare it, it'd be really interesting to see. I mean, there's been a few studies on it, but from my understanding, not a ton, not a ton of research. And and the big yep. problem with that is you've got HIPAA, you know, you've got that privacy yep. issue, and and that came into play with the doppelganger thing. But I just had everybody sign consent. So if they're willing to sign consent, you know, all parties all the way around, even if it's only a handful of cases, that's fine because I want it to be thorough. So yeah, you just got it. That's the only problem is is getting consents on everything. I mean, it took me probably. I mean, I was. I had my my manuscripts being edited and worked on, and I was still trying to get um, authorizations from people, consents. They were they were taking that long. I'm like, can I? Can you please send me the consent form? Can you please send that consent form? I can't like finish publishing. So that's the. I think that's the biggest delay is just getting consent forms. More so than the information. Where can people have you find thought your book? About, have you thought about writing anything? I've thought about it, but I, I don't. I'm not very good at grammar, honestly. And uh, <laughs> neither am I. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I could write some write on the cabin, but there's just so many different experiences. Like I, I wrote articles 
for, um, you know, Living Paranormal magazine. And even writing writing those was was difficult, just trying to find the words and stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. Does the magazine is it still around? Uh, no, I mean it's an it's in a um, it's on pause, I guess. It's been a while since I've we've done anything. Um, the the people I do it with, um, they just had two kids, kind of like back to back. They're mm-hmm. awfully they're busy right there in, over in England, and it's Helena and Alex King over there, and um, you know. Life yeah. gets in the way sometimes. And yeah. You want yeah. To do it. Like, <laughs> that it does. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, and, our uh, show's been on hiatus. You know, we used to use Blog Talk too, but, you know, you can only use so much. Um, they only give you so much space before you have to pay for the storage. And so I'm debating on changing platforms for the next season and whether I want to come back because we're already so far into this year. Like, do I want to start October? You know, because Halloween's always big for us, or I, just wait till next you, year. I, give you space. I got plenty of space. I pay for it. <laughs> I got plenty. Of, so I got plenty funny. of people that are open. I I'm blocked. No, sweet. Uh, someone else too, and I'm like, I don't want to take anybody's space or owe anybody or anything. I need, I, but I need I need to I have like three shows on my network and I'm paying fifty bucks a month every day and I'm just wasting money on these days I'm not using. So you know, oh, wow. seriously, I have Monday, Tuesday filled, Wednesday and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday are Sunday are wide open. So I like well, I said, we might there's talk later. I'll just, have to Get with you, and we'll, we'll talk. And <laughs> we yeah, might have I mean, like to said, talk later. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, That's funny. But when networking you, in the middle uh, of a show. <laughs> that, well, there, you know what? You know, you said like, you were talking about you were you know we're talking about you know not wanting to pay wanting to pay the money for it. I'm like, well, you know, here it is. I'm paying money there, for it. You're right. There's a network that I'll have to get with you and see if you've heard of it. Um, my friend actually found it, and I got it going and stuff, and it looks like a really good network because, you know, Blog Talk does have a few restrictions, but it, for the most part it's pretty good. But there's another yeah. one I was going to see. I want to see your thought on that. I just I don't have it off the top of my head. I'll have to okay. research that and see what it is, see if you've looked into it. I don't know anybody yeah, that uses it, but there's so many. You know, Howie's network, the Riff Radio Network, that's that's mm-hmm. incredible. He's doing a great job with his with the Orion effect and you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. Gosh, I miss Sheila a lot. Sure. So, hmm. so so when um you doing your research for the doppelgangers, like what mm-hmm. where'd say commonplace people see them um like is it on investigations is it like oh i just passed them just look like me is it like how yeah you know it was it was wild because it was 
the most random places. I mean, like one guy was walking to um, the bus stop and some or to get on the bus, and some guy got off, and he said the guy was like dressed exactly like him to to see like the clothes, the shoes, hair, everything. He said the only thing that was different was he didn't have glasses on, or he had glasses on. But he didn't at the time. He didn't wear glasses. But later on, he did end up having to have glasses. So that was the only thing that was offered different. And then, um, so some saw their own, and some saw other people's. Um, there was one guy that saw his mom. Like he come in the house, and he walks past. The, like she's doing dishes, but he said she just looked sick and ill, and just just horrible and so he keeps on going and he walks past the laundry room and looks over and she's doing laundry and he looks back in the kitchen and nothing like there's nothing there and so you know obviously looks back in the laundry room and his mom's still in there doing laundry so you know obviously he saw something and he thought it looked just like her and then um I mean, there's just so many different there was one and they were investigating a cemetery like an old historic cemetery and one of the guys saw the doppelganger of another member. But what's weird in that case is he said it followed them for a bit, but he and he kept looking back, but he didn't say anything to anybody. And if it was me, I'd be like, bust out the camera and turn around people like something's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I would have drawn some attention to it. So it was it was kind of weird. I don't know. Um, I mean, that sounds like what happened with me when I was at the, at the antique shop with Howie. You know, you look up and you see, and you see, you sure it's him because, like, I guess I can still see it in my mind. You know, me looking up at 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 what it was was, but it was silhouette of him. It wasn't like I saw him clearly, but I could see the yeah. bald head in the ear. So I knew it was him. So the other person there who had a bald head. Was right. with him. And he was talking on hey, the thing like not anymore like, now. I've seen your hairline recently. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, again, <laughs> I, I know that, but you know, it's like, and I guess yeah. you still hear the, the knocking on it, like, and I'm thinking, oh crap, we're being too loud because we couldn't know we were we were talking, but I don't think we we're being that loud. So, mm-hmm. knocked on okay, so. Pissed. Shut up. With him, he, like, so he—I know he's had a—he's had a near-death experience. Have you? Since you were the one no. that saw him. No. Okay. I was curious about that because I know he has a history of flatlining for almost four minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. but but then you're the one that saw the doppelganger, and the ones uh, that yeah, were seeing the doppelgangers were typically the, the ones with the experience. And I think I was the only one who saw it because I had a girl right next to me who saw him too. And he was like, oh, she was like, oh, crap, you better be quiet. Cause we asked him about it. He was like, oh, what are you talking about? Well, I was in the other, I was on the other side of the building the whole time. Uh, it's one of those things where you're not expecting to see something because you're on a break and you're just kind of chatting with your friends and kind of cutting up a little bit. And all of a sudden you just yeah. tears. And apparently somebody wasn't wanting us to talk. At the time. Hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like, what do you think? Uh, what yeah. Do you think a, a double game thing, what do you think it is? I mean, what, what was your opinion on uh, 
like what what it actually is um i mean you know i devoted a chapter two theories because of that because like there can be like i mean a million different explanations depending on the, the property and the grounds and i mean the person's psyche like i mean it's just some I think were truly, truly like, like the one in um, Yorktown with my group, which is, uh, is listed under Star Lyles because she saw one of the guys um, that was in our group. We we're investigating, and I think that was probably. Well, I don't know. I mean, I would say like ninety-nine percent is probably like a doppelganger, but I also know that that's a pretty negative place that tries to separate the groups. So then mm-hmm. you kind of think, okay, is it something that is just trying to get you away from, because it was, it was telling star, Hey, over here, come over here. And she thought it was um, our friend, Steve. Well, he was already in the front of the group and already down in the basement with a gel cell like area. Um, and so she just kept on going and followed us in and then realized, you know, he was already in the room. Um, so you you just you don't know. I mean, is it a skinwalker? I mean, like the one with the cemetery, they were on. There was a whole bunch of native land there, or is it like a PK like manifestation type thing, or um, twin stranger? Which you know, I did a couple um, reports on twin strangers in the book, reincarnation, astral projection, um, or travel. I mean, there's so many different things it could be um like you know people mention like time travel and warps or death premonition or even just attention seeking you know you gotta look at it and say is this person just just wanting attention and just coming up with this story or psychic projection or um or deja vu or daydreaming or i mean dozens dozens of different things it could be but you just have to look at the background. You have to know the people, look at the history. I'm I'm wondering because at the cabin we have had we have the this room upstairs where there was a bunch of a uh, bunch of hanky panky going on for lack of a better word. <laughs> I do have better, but you know I just felt like saying hanky panky. But there's some stuff that happened up there. There's still energy there. I got an EVP of a woman saying I'm naked upstairs mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. you know there is nobody nobody died there there's nothing like except like you know civil war soldiers but yeah you know it's just energy there and we get like we do hear noises we hear we've gotten um evps of uh of like no- moans and stuff like that do you think um that oh that residual that's no, no, I don't, but that's very common. I mean, like the house in Gainesville that I spent a lot of time at um, used to be a brothel and speakeasy, and there mm-hmm. is a specific room. When you go in there, I mean, you can hear the moaning and groaning, and you get touched, um, male, female, doesn't matter. You're getting groped or touched. Um, yeah. and, and then there's the madame that hangs out downstairs, and she'll communicate. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, and I think she's intelligent, you know, whereas the other is just residual energy um, upstairs. No, but, well, I mean, it could be a combination because, I mean, if they're touching, obviously there's got to be some intelligence there. So, but, yeah, I mean, that, but I don't think it's a doppelganger. I mean, you would see them, and, and it would be someone that you 
No, like like either yourself or someone that you know. So, all right, here's another question. It was not to do with doppelgangers, but next door there there was a uh, in the Brick Rancher, there was a, a a young man who shot and killed his sister back in the late '70s. Mm-hmm. And we're we're doing we're in the sister's room. We did an AVP session or a spirit box session, and a, a voice came through, and the voice and it said, "Not a rapist." And then and then another another voice came through on the spirit box and said, "Hello, Randy." Then Randy was the name of the spirit who of the guy who actually killed his sister. So, yeah, was the spirit they know about each other dead, though? Alive, still alive and living in. I don't know where he's living. That doesn't matter, but he's still alive. So it's right. like, well, what is it? Is energy talking to us or you know, trying to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the, the games will help. I hate to go back to that, but that's just one that's very active. You know, one thing we would always ask, like, so in the kitchen there was a man that would always, he was just a mean asshole. He would, you'd feel a thumbprint in your, um, the back of your neck or your ribs. He hated women in that room. And, um, but then there was a female in this kid's area, like play area, and then you'd always get these cat EVPs. And we would ask, you know, do you hear the cat? Do you see the cat? Do you see the man? And we would get intelligent responses saying yes to them being able to see each other. So it was as if, I mean, they're aware and interact with each other. Now, to what degree they interact, I don't know, but they obviously are aware of each other. So I don't think that's any different. It sounds pretty much the same. That's just crazy. It's just it's crazy just trying to figure out how the uh, spirit world works. It's uh, it's wild, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, you know, like I'm talking to someone new right now, and he's mm-hmm. like, well, why why do you do it? I mean, why, like the paranormal, and how do you, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I know the answer to that, but how do you get that across to somebody that doesn't understand you're doing it for the answers? Because he's like, is it just to be famous? Is that why people do it? And it's like, well, you know, <laughs> maybe if your name is Zach, you know, but, um, yeah. you know, I mean, you're doing it for the answers. You're doing it for yourself more than anything for those personal experiences and um, to see what's going on and to to know what's going on in the afterlife. Um, not everybody's gifted like Katrina and some of these others or Matt Frazier that can, you know, that can just tell you or know or see and stuff. But, um, you know, we, we do it for a deeper reason. Yeah. It's, there are so many like, paranormal shows out there you could you could you pick up a camera and start streaming and you know if you're doing it for the fame you're it's it's going to be hard because you really got to stand out and mm-hmm. uh, once you once you get that um once you get that first that first piece of evidence you don't you don't know until you know you know it's like it, but once you get that first evidence and you you you, you know that the person the voice you hear you know, it wasn't you or anybody else, and you know that there's something out there, and that light goes off in your mind that, hey, this isn't it. What you see isn't what you get. You know, you just want more. You want to keep going. You want to keep looking. Like, oh, I go out to the cabin all the time to investigate. I've got some um, hundreds of peas out there. You know, but I still want to go out there. I still have the urge to go out there and get more. You know why? It's not gonna yeah. be like each EVP. It's not gonna be like 
you know, any better than what I got before, but it's like, you know, it's like, it's like a drug almost. You just want to keep going. You want it. You want to yeah. get answers. I know I'm not going to get answers or like, I know what happens when, after you die, because, you know, everyone's been trying to do that and no one's really gotten that much information really, but we still try. So they're not very. You're not getting very good answers, intelligent responses as far as like. Oh, we're um, great I mean, as far yeah. as uh, like what they're experiencing, what they're seeing, like the afterlife kind of kind of questions. Or or are I mean, you? We've gotten, we've gotten like we've gotten in, in the cabin or a brick house. We've gotten a lot of dark responses. Um, like one of the one of the investigators make this quick because we got to get going here. Um, one of the investigators asked um, the spirit downstairs, you know, if he was responsible because there's a dark spirit in the basement of the brick rancher. And um, he'd ask if the, uh, if the spirit was responsible for Randy killing his sister. And the spirit goes, uh, the spirit comes through on the recorder saying, I sent him on a war path. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then um, another, another investigator asked if, uh, you know, why the spirit had uh, him, Randy Cole's sister, and the spirit said the violence. So um, we have gotten intelligent responses as far as, like, you know, if someone's responsible for in the what's taking place in the cab, the red camp, the mm-hmm. rancher, but nothing. All right, this is what happened after, what happens after you die type of stuff. Um, but uh, we've got two minutes left to go on the show. So I want to give you a chance to let people know where to find your books and, um, you know, how to get in touch with you or, you know, anything else yeah. that you want to talk about? Um, so the books on Amazon, um, uh, Barnes and Nobles, both of those online and then outskirts press, uh, as well. And then Kindle. So any of those uh, sources, it's called Doppelganger or Not, case-by-case basis. It is under my uh, married name, Lisa Hale, H-A-L-E. So, yeah. And then uh, I'll be going back to my maiden, though, for future books. (laughs) And then um, I'm on Facebook. I just pretty much have Messenger on there under U.S. Paranormal. Um, I have my public page and then the group page. And then um, I do have a Gmail. I think it's authorhale444 at Gmail if somebody wants to email regarding something. Because I still do um, speak at occasional events around Texas, but I I haven't done a lot lately. But I'm probably going to pick that back up. Perfect. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming on the show and uh, chatting with me. Um, I I don't want you to be caught mid-conversation, but... Yeah, I'll definitely have you back on, and we'll discuss maybe, uh, you know, getting you back on the network sometime. Yeah, and we'll have to make a trip up there, and then you'll have to come on my show when I get that back running again. I will do that for sure. Looking forward to it. All right. Freaking awesome.